Welcome back to Small Constellation. This is Peaches Brittany coming live to you from Jared's basement. Um, we decided to get <laughs> vaccinated, and why did you do that? See, I can't cut that out. We're on one <laughs> mic. <laughs> It didn't even make a sound. Oh, uh huh. And it'll be even better because we're going to have to leave all this in. Jump and there won't be a sound. And I'll have to make a little whistle noise and make it really <laughs> annoying for the audience so they can hear it. Anyways, um, that's Jared's basement. <laughs> we, uh, well, Evan, Evan has died for a second week in a row. Aww. Um, and so we brought our friend James back to take his place. Dude, this is Hi, like James. a big mistake, first of all. <laughs> Wait, that means we have to kill him off at the end of the episode, right? Um, well, he's not wearing a red shirt, so it's all right. <laughs> I mean, we're already in Jared's basement, so I think daring will work just fine. <laughs> this is a, a second recurring guest spot, right? Yeah, this oh, is the uh, first, first recurring guest, yeah. So we need, like, a to give you a gift or something. Gross. Why would we oh, do yeah? That? Tell me we, we gave we, we, we bought you pizza. That's true. <laughs> I eat a lot of it. Well, I'm here uh, Pizza, for a you second say. time. Yeah, <laughs> what a segue. Um, so the Witcher 3. <laughs> of course. <laughs> perfect. Drink, I'll drink my water. Yes, water. That's what I have, too. <laughs> God dang it. <laughs> it is really weird being able to see you guys. Like, actually see you guys. Because, I mean, we've done Cthulhu campaigns. But I don't look at you guys during that. Yeah, yeah, that's gross. Um, anyways, okay, so I we stare were... into the soul of <laughs> Junko Stephanie. <laughs> I somebody called me a, like a like a junkie or a junko or something the other day. I was like, hey, I used that as a D and D character the other day. No, okay, so we got together and we decided to order pizza. And what better to talk about on a video games pot only podcast, but four different pizza restaurants that we bought medium pizzas from and compared. Yeah. Um, Jared, tell us what we got. Um, for local, regional-ish places, we got Glory Days and Godfathers. I don't know how... What did we get from each place, too? Talk about the pizza. Um, let's see. Glory Days was a thin crust barbecue chicken. Uh, Godfathers was... Meat lovers, and then oh, we went so with um, Papa John's. I don't know why. And I don't know why. <laughs> that one was what half pepperoni, half pepperoni and pineapple. Yeah, and then for we, the pineapple lovers. Yeah, what? of which half of us are. Yeah. I suppose. yeah, I have no strong opinion. I'm not going to eat it, but I'm not going to be like it doesn't belong on pizza. Rebel, rebel, rebel. Um, and then we got spin pizza, which was really good. It's like a spin class, but you get calories instead of burning. <laughs> um, the spin pizza was pepperoni with goat cheese and... Roasted red peppers. Yeah. Well, maybe red peppers, but then they roasted the pizza itself. I wonder if they roasted mm -hmm. the red peppers and then put the roasted red peppers. And then are they are they twice, twice roasted? Like twice baked potatoes? That'd be good on a pizza. Uh, that was an option. Twice baked potatoes? Glory potatoes. Days has, oh, okay. Glory Days has a baked potato pizza, too. You know, I don't think that I could call anything Glory Days. I don't know. It's just too close to something else. I don't know. I, a certain theme park from... Yeah, yeah we'll, go with, we'll go with that. <clears throat> That's a bit of a deep cut if you ever listen to the... <laughs> 
talk radio shows and Grand Theft mm-hmm. Auto games. Um, so what did you guys think of the pizza? I was surprised by the spin pizza. That when you said that combination of ingredients, I was like, that's probably nothing I won't like, but it, it, was, it was really good. I, I, I liked it. I will say that was honestly almost exactly what I was expecting when you listed the ingredients. And like, since you'd mentioned kind of what the style was going to be, sort of that like more Mediterranean, like brick oven fired pizza, I was kind of like, yeah, that's that's probably what it's it's going to roughly be like. But it was still good. It I, I liked it hot. Yeah. I mean, I like spin pizza when it's fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't age well. We had it for lunch. <laughs> And then we just kind of ate it throughout the day when we got bored, and we just left it out all day. Um, and that's that's my order of pizza. Like I want it hot and fresh, and then I want it left out for a day cold, like like lukewarm. Like that's yeah. my second favorite type of pizza. Mm-hmm. And then cold, my third favorite type is, like, is refrigerated. And then and then only if someone else cares or if I have a good way of heating it up. Like you got to put it back in the oven to heat it up. Yeah. Like microwave pizza is, mm, it, it's definitely got to be the right brand anyway. And it's yeah, pretty, it's pretty yeah. hard to find that. Like it sounds like Brand and I are like of the same mind when it comes <laughs> to like pizza preferred pizza temperatures. I'm exactly in that boat. Hot and fresh, lukewarm. Prefer actually just cold out of the refrigerator over warmed up. And then if you do warm it up, it's got to be done right. That's Otherwise, cool. forget it. Sounds like you're just like. Whatever freshness of the pizza is, I'm still going to eat the pizza. I found this slice mummified yeah. behind the couch. Yeah. I mean, moldy cheese is just meant to be thrown away or eat, eaten around. It's I mean, just blue cheese. That's fine. Yeah. Um, no, but for that reason, like, I like Papa John's really well because it ages throughout mm-hmm. the day really well. Like, I had probably half of the Papa John's pizza. Because I, I just had kept probably the other half. Because <laughs> yeah, I wasn't eating much of it. Because I I would just keep going back to it, and it was almost addictive. Just yeah, it was lukewarm and perfect temperature. Like I don't know, it just aged the best. I think was the Papa John's one the one with pineapple. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, it, half of it had pineapple on it. Yeah, only half did. The other okay. half was just normal pepperoni. You probably we ate most of the pineapple, so you probably just got some of the. If you had any. No, because, uh, I mean, honestly, Papa John's is the worst kind of pizza. And second of all, pineapple does not belong on pizza. And the only people who put pineapple on pizza are reptilians. <laughs> well, so like what I, what I was saying earlier when we were trying to – so we were trying to decide where to order pizza. Because I got, you know, I got here first on last night and we had dinner together. Jared's wife wanted um, uh, Mexican food. And obviously, you know – I lose because you know whatever, but you know a, a married man knows knows the rules. You know he goes he goes through the training, but no. <laughs> um, so we got Mexican with the promise that we would get pizza today. So we were talking about this, and if you're hungry for breadsticks specifically, you're gonna go to, in my opinion, you go to Papa John's and you order you, you can get. Food too, or you know, besides just the breadsticks, but they have the best breadsticks. I think out of all the places, their breadsticks are the best. They have the best garlic sauce. I don't know about the actual bread. Okay, they put the they put that their garlic sauce on on the breadsticks. Yeah. Anyways, if you want, again, this is in my opinion. If you want pizza specifically, 
You're gonna go to Domino's. I like I love Domino's pizza. Right, shut up, Jared. How <laughs> will our audience know what his what his emotions possibly were? Um, and then if you kind of want to enjoy both, like well or ish, then you go to like Pizza Hut or something because Pizza Hut has decent of both. In my again, this yeah. is all in my opinion. I um, had too much Pizza Hut growing up that I never liked want pizza hut unless it's stuffed crust and that's kind of that's almost exactly the boat i'm in like growing up that was the only pizza place that we had in my hometown and like the only and so until well we had another option later on but yeah growing up it was just pizza hut and so i kind of got burned out on it a little bit plus the other thing i don't like about it is it's in terms of like the grease factor I've discovered that I tend to like lower like grease and lower like kind of crispy burntness to pizzas. And pi- yeah, and Pizza Hut tends to be kind of high on that like buttery, like crispy, burnt, like really oily pizza. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I have some issues with Pizza Hut. But I also I don't, don't really like Pizza Hut's like I usually like either hamburger or sausage. Mm. And I don't like their stuff. It's like the way it, it cooks is so nah. It's kind of funny because Pizza Hut and Papa John's share a creator because the dude's a jerk to work with. <laughs> he, he left Pizza Hut and he's like, I'm going to go make my own pizza company. Uh, and made P- Papa John's and then got kicked out of Papa John's. Because they can't refrain from using slurs. Yeah. <laughs> well... <laughs> Say what you will, Papa John's is still uh, the taste test. Like even going head to head against like the local stuff. Like mm-hmm. s- spoiler alert for me, like Papa John's was always one of my favorite pizzas, just flavor wise, and it s- still definitely was. Like it destroyed everything else. I think that's why the, like but... half the menu is the same for both restaurants. They have yeah, they have a very wide Venn diagram sharing. Mm-hmm. It's mostly one circle. <laughs> I think the reason Papa John can't follow social norms is because he is a reptilian, much like his customers. Um, it's like, look at my staircase made out of bald eagle feathers. I mean, but if there's one thing reptiles know how to do, I mean, it's eat, right? I mean, look at how dumb <laughs> they were. He a owns a reptile, so he would know how reptiles eat. If you like your meat dripping with blood. Um, and I, I like my meat dripping, but maybe not with blood. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I'm not sure if that's going to make it. Well, if you'd like to learn more about reptilians, please read Children oh, of the I Matrix you're by say, David Icke. Want to learn more about dripping blood or <laughs> dripping meat? If you want to learn more about it, then stay tuned to this podcast <laughs> about video games. Where we talk right about guys. Where we talk about movies. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, uh, I, I, mean, you know, I, I was going to say, I mean, unfortunately, I mean, as our listeners have probably already been able to tell, I'm not sure how scientific this really was. Since no. We didn't really 
keep the same toppings at oh, all these, but like not exactly I mean, a double blind test. I mean, yeah. three of the four of the pizzas had pepperoni on. That's it. true, and they yeah, all had red just, sauce yeah. except for one. Yeah, we just got barbecue chicken pizza because barbecue chicken pizza is good. Right? Yeah, we needed, and variety. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It yeah, was really good. I like, that, I was will, the, that was the control group. That was probably <laughs> yeah. that was probably my number two pizza. Yeah, I will say barbecue chicken. Papa John's was the first. Fastest, yeah, they yeah they were fat. They, they even said, though they are the they second said, closest, they said thirty to forty five, and they're here in 20? 20, yeah, mm-hmm. which is not usual at least for my hometown. Yeah, no. same. I yeah, will say because no one else gets it. Cause it sucks. In terms of <laughs> it <doesn't suck. laughs> in terms of pizza types, like I used to live near Chicago, mm-hmm. and so you know deep dish pizzas, big. casseroles. Yeah, well, and so the Godfather's was kind of was almost like that. I mean, it was. I don't remember it was like being two inches. It was like before. two inches thick. Yeah, that that definitely that was my biggest issue with it. Like, it was good, but it absolutely crossed the line of where I was like, this is too heavy in mm-hmm. a single slice of pizza. Like, I was like, this is too much, like just cheese and meat. And I was like, they have a oh, good. God, um, I'm gonna die. Thin crust. Yeah, and I think I would try the thin crust from them and probably like it better, for sure. Now, I'm not a big sides with pizza. I'd rather just fill up on more pizza. But uh, Godfather's has, like, a monkey bread mm. where it's, like, whatever flavoring it is, and you just, like, pull apart. And they're sometimes they're kind of, like, squishy, but, like, either you can really eat, like, a whole bunch of them. I, I, I could tell the thing, the thing I liked about Godfather's is I could tell they had some of that like, I don't know if they're, like, you probably know better than I do if it's, like, a chain or not. I think it's a but, regional chain. And so that's the thing. They had a little bit of that kind of still, like, oh, we're sort of, like, unique and mm-hmm. eclectic. And, like, this is our lo- more localized recipes for things. And, like, I can imagine the sides probably being pretty good from them. And Make it sound like this yeah, is a geocaching, like, podcast. <laughs> Locate where we are. Yeah. I, Figure out exactly where we are from this episode, you guys. I Please don't. got into that for a little bit when we first moved here. Yeah. Um, geocaching? Yeah. I don't know. Like, not, like, hard into it. I got the app and be like, oh, what's close? And so, like, we'd go to, like, a local, like, trails and stuff. And you that, like, like, we just drove 3,000 miles to, no. like, <laughs> stare at, like, a box that you hit. You write your name in and then, like, see what kind of trinkets are in it. But I got kidnapped by a Sasquatch. It's nothing. <laughs> no. And that's what I learned pretty quickly. Sasquatch. But it was squash sauce. But I, it was kind of, like, just, like, a, a real world look and find. Okay. So that part was fun, but... Hmm. What are you talking about again? Geocache. Oh, I lost interest. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm the closest to the mic. I can end this right now. <laughs> um, well, anyway. Summary. Segway. Watch this. No, I don't want to segue. I want to talk about pizza still. Oh, okay. Oh, um, <laughs> one of the pizzas we didn't get... <gasps> Would you stop that? <laughs> um, is uh, Little Caesars. So God, I'm no, glad no, 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 no. I'm gonna gross out everyone and then put in a little aside, a little thank you f- to my future self when I'm editing this. I'm talking about this. Decide that I want pizza again because we're talking about food. And if you're not hungry already, then you know you're gonna be. Because <laughs> you wanted to think order about a rat pizza from Little Caesars. <laughs> so, so with their weird oh sauce. My God. I will buy. So, okay, their breadsticks. Actually, I really like their breadsticks. I mean, I really that's do. They're, that's, it, yeah, they've had good crazy. I, I'll get their breadsticks, and it looks like they tried to make pre-make the the crust, and they just forgot an ingredient, like the <laughs> yeast or something. So, like, oh, we'll just make breadsticks. They didn't rise at all. We'll just make breadsticks out of it. Yeah. But um, 
so I was, uh, I don't know, this is probably 10 years ago. I was, went downtown with my dad and we were going to some car show. Like it was, you know, just like a futuristic you know, car expo or something. Um, the Stark Expo? <laughs> yes, it was the Stark Expo. No. Um, and we went to a local pizza restaurant. You know, it was like kind of like a, you know, bar and pizzeria and it had like a little arcade and whatnot. And they didn't have any desserts on the menu. You know, a lot of times places will have like dessert pizza or just some other sort of dessert. We get to the table, we're eating on our food, and there are honey um, bottles just on all of the tables. You got your salt, your pepper, your Parmesan, your red peppers, and then just a big bottle of honey. And we're like, what the hell is this for? So, you know, the owner comes over, brings us our pizza, because, you know, it's one of those kinds of places. And, you know, we had to ask, what is the honey for? I said, well, you eat the pizza down to the crust, and then you put honey on the crust, and it's basically your dessert. And so, you know, we're like, all right, well, we'll try That's it. That's we save money on not putting dessert on the menu. <laughs> right? So, like, whatever, we'll try it. And so one time, one of the slices, I didn't eat down far enough. And so, you know, you get down to the, to the crust when you turn the pizza sideways and start stuffing the crust in your mouth. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you have little pieces that still have, like, marinara sauce on it. So the marinara mixed with the honey... And now, whenever I get um, Little Caesars pizza, this is a big jump. I put honey on it. I'll get a pepperoni pizza from like Little Caesars, and the I'll, whole thing. And well, not the whole thing. I'll, oh, eat, I'll do oh, one slice at a time. Okay. But I put honey on it when I eat it, and it is it is actually fantastic. Hmm. It is really good. I wouldn't eat at Little Caesars. <laughs> <laughs> they deliver now. Actually, I think that's a big mistake. I used to know somebody who worked at Little Caesars. Okay. Um, it was. Don't worry, no one listens to this podcast, okay. so you can tell all the stories. So I was working a maintenance job at a trailer park where we cleaned up meth labs. And um... <laughs> What a segue! What the hell are we talking about? I mean, what, that, now. I mean... <laughs> One of the guys I worked with um, also worked at Little Caesars, and I would work with him, and then his mom would come out of a trailer and beat the shit out of him and tell him to go to work. <laughs> and so he would get in his car and he would drive to Little Caesars. And there would be no no changing of the uniform or washing of the hands or anything. He would go straight from meth lab to handing you your pizza at Little Caesars. So I mean I just he, want you to know. Have you ever he, heated from. up meth? Like that's one of those things that just it gets cooked out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know about that. And honey goes really well. With <laughs> okay. You're assuming, you're assuming it stays a... in the nose longer. No. Okay. If, you're if, assuming... if, that were, if that were true, though, like, wouldn't I keep coming back? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean... Because because you're assuming that the problem with this is the meth part of cleaning up a meth lab. Oh, okay. Right That's right. not the problem. The problem is the the state of sure, the people yeah, yeah, with yeah. meth labs. The state of what you're cleaning up. It's not the meth that you're worried about. It's everything else. Fair point. Let's, let's just say they're not running a Breaking Bad style. Yeah, this is not a professional. This is I'm talking about the plumbing maybe hasn't worked in this trailer for a long time. And they still had to use the bathroom somewhere. Like, that's 
That's the state of it. Oh, okay. So it was they were they were going in the little Caesars pizza box. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the pepperonis. Nah, right. This guy also he was working the maintenance job with him, but he was also probably a prior customer. Yeah. So <laughs> Well see, okay. I don't expect Caesars. to be getting uh delivery from that particular little Caesars. Yeah. I'm just saying that's an example of who's <laughs> Touching your food at Little Caesars. I mean, I kind of feel like that's just going to be like all pizza places. Well, it probably is. It's definitely places that offer pineapple I mean, the people that make... The people that make the pizzas anyway, I mean, it's questionable whether they're even going to use gloves at all. Like, you go in there and maybe now in like COVID era, like more people use gloves, but definitely not everybody. I, I've I, this whole time, like throughout this whole pandemic, anytime I get fast food, like I don't operate under the assumption that it is like a sterile environment in the mm-hmm. slightest. I'm like, I'm like, there's literally somebody like just sneezing COVID directly into this pizza. <laughs> like, and I'm still just like, what, you know, what else am I going to do? Like, what else am I going to do? <laughs> like, like cook actually food? cook food? Yeah. Fuck that. Of course not. Of course like, not. Am I going to take the healthy option and prepare my own meal? <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> I mean, then I'll be the one sneezing COVID into the food. Come on. <laughs> yeah, so video games podcast. Um, we're going to talk about movies. <laughs> yeah. Um, we are getting me caught up with all the Marvel movies. There are several that I haven't seen yet. And that's why we watched all the ones you have seen. That's why we watched all the ones that I have seen today. Because if you're going to watch them, you might as well do a whole marathon. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the only way you can watch I've it. I've seen every I mean, Star Wars movie, but if I was doing a marathon, there's a couple I might skip. Like no. one through six? <laughs> no, 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 one through three, seven, no, eight through nine? Yeah, there we, there we yeah, go. I'd probably <laughs> watch eight. Would you? Yeah. yeah, I like eight. So and, four through it. <laughs> Are we are we saying that the Rogue One is like eight and a half or seven and a half or whatever? I mean, I would watch that. I don't like Rogue One. I've not seen it. I need to. I need to actually. I've got the hot take on Rogue One. We're we're gonna we'll have a we'll have a series getting me caught up on those. All right, with we'll marathon the Star Wars movies by skipping all of that and just watching the Clone Wars. (laughs) (laughs) The animated is the only thing I haven't watched in Solo. Yeah. Well. I mean, you could watch the Clone War movie for two hours. Or Even you want... if you hate every second of the show, it's still probably less painful watching like 20, <laughs> yeah. 30 hours of that. <laughs> yeah. That, that's fair. Um, okay, but so Marvel we, movies. <laughs> yeah, we watched Phase 1, which Jared ran us through Phase 1. Uh, Iron Man, uh, Incredible Hulk, Iron Man 2, Thor, Captain America, The First Avenger, and The Avengers. In that order. So it was release order. Yep. yep. That was, yeah. uh, I, I think that I would probably... I mean, I liked watching it in release order because the... what? I was going to say, how many have you seen of that? I've seen them all. Um, I had not seen... like So I had seen like trailers and stuff. Like little clips of um, Captain America. But I had not actually seen the parts leading up to his transformation. So I didn't see the parts where he was struggling to actually join the military. And then I'd never actually seen... I mean, I'd seen clips of him, you know, jumping on a grenade. 
and that's how he was chosen. And then I've seen plenty of um, spoof clips where he's actually in the injection room and everything gets uh, buffed except for his penis. <laughs> and so they're all laughing at him because he's got a tiny dick. Um, it's funny. It's on YouTube. Uh, but I'd never seen up to that point. So it was interesting to watch that part, like officially. Never you saw know, this skinny Steve Rogers with somehow high I, blood pressure. <laughs> I honestly think they should have kept like the original actor's voice or like the, the body they used and like had his voice or or, or Chris Evans sound like a chipmunk. <laughs> or or like, raise Chris Evans' voice a little bit. It. Yeah. Yeah, because, be because every yeah. time he talked <laughs> A guy like that, a guy that looks like that, is not going to talk like that. Like, show me a, a scrawny five foot zero guy with like that's that's just skin and bone that's going to have this really deep voice. You like, won't see them because they're all operating phone sex lines. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> If if you don't have a good body, but you have a drop dead sexy voice, that's where you're gonna make your money. So what you're saying is or that I'm in the wrong business, or a day trader. I don't know. Because <laughs> <laughs> be. how many of our listeners don't think that I have a drop dead sexy voice? Like I can't imagine many. I mean, and obviously you you already look like Chris Evans, so I mean you're 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 golden there too. So. That's one opinion. <laughs> wow, get out! It's my house. <laughs> I don't care. Just like pineapple belongs on pizza, everybody. Um, but no, I've seen all the rest of them. Uh, it's been a long time since I've seen. Well, all of them really. It was kind of a nice refresher. Um, probably I've seen the Avengers most recently because I, oh, that's the only one of those that I own. I guess I own Iron Man 1 now. Thank you, Jared. Ooh. Um, but I think there will be one or two from phase two that I haven't seen. And I'm probably 50, 50 on whether I've seen any from phase three and four. There's not, four is what's starting. What hasn't been released or the Disney plus shows. That's. Phase four. Okay. Oh, okay. So phase three is all the movies that I haven't seen then. Phase yeah. three is basically from after Ant Man to Endgame. You haven't seen any of those. Cool. Like not you haven't seen Thor Ragnarok or Black Panther or anything? Um I've seen both of those. So that's phase three. Okay. Oh that is? Okay. Ragnarok is prior to Infinity War, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've not seen so I've seen all the Avengers. Well, okay. One and two, and then, and no, Homecoming. No. Shit. I've seen Civil War. Right. Whatever that one is. Yeah, I kind but of I've not seen that. any of the Avengers after that. Yeah, so Endgame so and um, Infinity, War. Infinity War I've not seen. Um, I've not seen either of the Ant-Mans. <clears throat> Ant-Men? Whatever. <laughs> uh, I have seen Black Panther. Uh, have not seen Guardians 2. Okay. I own Guardians 2, just haven't gotten around to watching it. Um, so yeah, those those are the ones that I can think of right now. Phase 3 is pretty big. Phase 2 is only Iron Man 3, Thor Dark World, 
Winter Sol- I, Captain America, Winter Soldier, seen those. Guardians of the Galaxy, Age of Ultron, seen and that. Ant-Man. Oh, I forgot about Age of Ultron. That's Avengers, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I've seen that one. And, and I forgot the name. I think I own Ultron, too. Yeah. I forgot Ant-Man, the first one was at the tail end of Phase 2. Then. Yeah, it kind of plays into... And then Civil War starts Phase 3. My wife went and saw Ant-Man with her friends. She's not a Marvel person, but her friends were going, and she went and saw Ant-Man, and I wasn't invited. It was kind of funny. <laughs> Sounds hilarious. <laughs> well, it's funny now. My, my wife hates me. Well, she does. I mean, it's, it's one of those things. Whose wife doesn't hate them, right? Like, that's that's one of the rules. Your wife always hates you. I know. That's, when you look like yeah. Chris Evans and sound like Chris Evans, you're going to get hated on. I mean, that's just I mean, I got my wife Mexican food, so she's... I'm good. <laughs> Except what you don't know is that bedroom smells now that I've been sleeping in. <laughs> That's why I'm sleeping upstairs. <laughs> um, okay, so Iron Man was first, and then Hulk. Yep. Um, what did you guys think of those movies? Uh, and which Hulk do you like better? I guess is another thing we need to talk about. Okay, well that one's that one's going to be easy, I think, at least in my opinion. But like I. I guess we'll start with Iron Man 1 first, since that was the first one we watched. Like, that one, um, I think the thing that was most interesting is, I felt like out of all of them, Iron Man 1 is the only one that was really, well, maybe not the only one, both Iron Man and Hulk, I felt like were starting to show their age just a little bit more than almost any of the others in the entire MCU. Like their point-and-shoot cameras and... Just sidekick flip phones. Uh, yeah, like the yeah, exactly. Like some of the tech that was on display, some of the references. The cinematography was really pretty consistent with the others, the color grading, all of that. But but yeah, just the special effects in general. It's like you could kind of tell. It's like oh, okay, they can. This is definitely CG. Like very clearly, like you can tell. And but still not bad. Like you know, obviously the design is still awesome. In fact, I like you know Jared and uh, you and I mentioned. At one point, they were almost like, yeah, I kind of like the original designs of his suits, like kind of the mm-hmm. weight and just the the clunky metal aspect of the suits that the early Iron Man movies got more so than even some of the later ones. So that was all cool. But yeah, basically, my takeaway from that was Iron Man 1 was still awesome, but was starting to show its age just a little bit. Anybody else have thoughts? The first Hulk movie definitely looked five years older than like the first iron man movie did Mm -hmm. even though it came out a year later yeah that one just had still like stylistically it's still the most independent of all of the others like it just does not feel quite as consistent with the rest of the so, oh, and yeah, it's just I, so like true. on its own island because like mm-hmm. really the only carryover from it to future movies is Thunderbolt Ross mm-hmm. and uh, every other character was recast or yeah just kind of dropped because they're like we just pretend this movie doesn't exist <laughs> yeah. And it was like, as much as I love, like I've told you guys before, but just for the listeners' benefit, like I love the Hulk and would gladly. Well, if you love him so much, why don't you marry him? Well, because I would get crushed. Well, we're talking about the Incredible Hulk, which is, it's, it's more, it's a movie about a big green monster with a shitty attitude that people are trying to turn back into 
Edward Norton, a scientist with an even shittier attitude. <laughs> if you're talking about the Avengers Hulk, then right, I mean, yeah, marriage is on the table. <laughs> but and yeah, and that's that's. I mean, that's actually a good one of the problems with the movie is like, yeah, it just it, for everything about it from like the casting standpoint, even like it just doesn't mesh quite as well. So, I mean, again, I do like the Hulk, but easily for me, it was the weakest of the movies that we watched. I even this time feel around. like Kevin Feige produced it. And mm-hmm. I just looked up that he did have a producing credit for it, but yeah. I think because there's other studios involved, he yeah. He didn't get to have his fingers it's in as It's not the much. same vibe Gross. as yeah. the rest of They're them. still trying to get their feet under them, too. Like, just starting this whole universe. Well, and... is still the first Thor, or first Iron Man movie was much more yeah. future True. aware than the, the Incredible Hulk was. Yep. Um, you know, I, Tony Stark's an asshole. I mean, <laughs> just... He's, he's just a jerk. I mean, he's not necessarily mean to... He's not pointedly mean. He's just kind of a jerk in general. He's a narcissist. Yeah. He's definitely the kind of guy, like, you would meet him on the street and a part of it would be like, yeah, I kind of like that guy, but man, he is kind of a douche, too. <laughs> like, I don't know. That's that's kind of the vibe I got from him. That's why you're supposed to sympathize with Jeff Bridges in that movie. It's <laughs> <laughs> because if that was your boss, he'd be like... Yeah, I'm gonna build He's... a big suit and I'm gonna try and kill this guy. <laughs> Tony Stark. Tony Stark is is basically the guy that receives a compliment and goes, "Yeah, duh." Well, <laughs> let's not hate on those kind of people. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I do. I will say that it's refreshing storyline wise that Tony Stark doesn't have a secret identity. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of just a ref- refreshing to the audience um, that you know just following you know him along. I mean, none of the Marvel characters, at least the Avengers, really did really have secret identities. Like they're all, I mean, Hulk kinda, mm-hmm. um, but like, <laughs> no, not even him. Everyone knows who he is. I mean, well, well I mean, Avengers. the only yeah, thing, he I mean, just no. tries not to bring the Hulk out. And so he, he's just trying to hide and blend in. So nobody bothers him. So I mean, in that way, but he's not really like secret about the fact that he turns into Hulk. Like right. he's going to tell you, don't make me mad. Yeah. You know? Uh, well, but, but he's, he's not like the whole, like you wouldn't like me when I'm angry instead. Of, you wouldn't like me when of, I'm hungry. Hey, I'm <laughs> it's the correct a giant green rage monster that will kill you. If you make me angry <laughs> instead of being like, Oh, I'm gonna be coy about it. Like, don't make me angry. Yeah, right? it's kind of like it's like you, it's kind of like shithead. Like asking somebody danger. not to push a button. It's like, hey, whatever you do, don't push this giant red button in front of you. You know, it's like you could what? explain why. Yeah. Like, well, or you could even just hey, I'm the well, whole. You could just not say anything. You could be like, please God, don't beat me up. I'm just a like a wuss. Like, don't break my bones. Like, yeah, <laughs> because somebody if somebody's like hassling and you're like, oh, don't make me, don't piss me off. <laughs> yeah, right. I'll, like, but I'm not going to tell you why, though. And they're going to be like, okay. And then you turn into the Hulk and you kill them. And then you're like, I wish I wouldn't turn into the Hulk so much. Like, that's on you, buddy. <laughs> it's not just them. You're tearing through 12 city blocks and you're just waiting until you get really tired. Go take a nap. 
there's blood on your hands and it's not all green. <laughs> so, uh, Iron Man 1 or Iron Man 2? Which one's better? Iron Man 1. I, this is the one, okay. So, I wanted to talk about this because this was the thing that blew my mind the most out of this entire rewatch. Is I remember not ever really liking Iron Man 2 all that well like like as in it was one of my least favorite like like at one point it was below the incredible hulk for me like easily and then upon redoing this rewatch i for whatever reason iron man 2 might actually have been one of my literal favorites out of the entire it. match like i would probably like just if i if you were like right now gonna sit down and say like watch iron man 1 or iron man 2 again like right now easily iron man 2 and maybe it's just because i've seen iron man 1 more and i'm just like you know it's it's just like worn out for me more than the others but i definitely enjoyed iron man 2 more than iron man 1 this time around is that due to tony's arc the villains or anything specific i think again for me the again the biggest thing i noticed that was different is like like i hate to say it's it's all the special effects but that definitely helped but i think even more than that it was the fact that it was getting more into like i found it funnier i guess like it was getting more into sync i guess with what the rest of the marvel cinematic universe was like like it felt like they'd really grown into what the entire rest of the series was gonna kind of be and it just felt like they'd kind of hit their stride. They were comfortable, like the characters were comfortable, like established a little bit more. And I don't know, I don't know what it was, but I just remember it being like way better than I thought. And and I think villain wise too, I actually really I like I've I've kind of started I like I like Mickey Rourke more now than I did maybe the first time around but, watching but it. Was kind Mickey of like, Rourke's not the villain. The villain is well, it, is the exact same. It is. Tony Stark and uh, Hammer Industries, who uh, they're the same person, but just one is the absolute best uh, inventing, and the other one is second place. And everyone shits on the guy in second place because he's got the exact same personality as Tony Stark, but he can't. Right. They can point at somebody else and like that guy's better though. And weirdly enough, like I think that's part of what makes it interesting to me is I actually ended up liking all of the villains in this, but like they weren't just, they were very different than from typical like action movie villains or like superhero movie villains. Like they were very much just like character, like they like actually had some real motivation in their actions, like on the, like on part of like Mickey Rourke's character and like uh, Justin Hammer, like they were, it was kind of likable, like in a weird sort of. You know, way. Who, what was like, the? I, I mean, just remind me a sec. What was the bad? Who was the bad guy in Iron Man One? Uh, Ironmonger, which was Jeff Bridges' character. Obadiah. Obadiah Stane. Yeah. Which I mean, um, your last name's Stane. You're kind of. <laughs> oh, you're yeah. Screwed Tony out Stark built this with and a cave <laughs> with a box of scraps and, and i do yeah like i do like him but you gotta admit he's at the very least way more stereotypical kind of just like oh, he's that, hamming like, it up yeah too. he's yeah, hamming he's it like, up but you which built is good suit, now i'm gonna kill you with it yeah <laughs> I, I do like that i think i like iron man 2 better than iron man 1 because for, well, for a couple of reasons so the first reason is i tend to like if, a, a movie with a direct sequel i tend to like the sequels better because there is not as much 
prequel stuff in the beginning. It's You've already got origin stories. Yeah. So in Iron Man one, Iron Man, you know, Tony Stark becomes Iron Man, and that's half the movie. Yeah. In Iron Man two, he's it's already. Same, it's the same plot though. It's still Iron Man becomes Iron Man plus one. He's the plus one armor set. But like, he he he's already but, Iron Man, and his sort of origin is already out of the way. And, and so there's just a little bit more action. And his repertoire of abilities is really starting to expand. Right, like that's right. like the big reveals of his capabilities in Iron Man One. It's like at the time, like seeing it for the first time, I was like, "Wow, they did a really good job of translating the comic book to the character on screen, and everything looks really cool." And now that I've been so familiar with the character for so long, seen all the other movies, Iron Man Two still didn't feel like it was. Like, there was still felt like there was heft and payoff to the, the abilities that he was revealing and stuff. Like, stuff was cool looking still. And I was kind of like, oh, yeah, that was actually impressive. Or, like, that was exciting and fun to watch. Whereas, like, the other one is kind of like, uh, I don't know. Again, maybe it just could be because I've seen it way more times. I, like, expect every beat. It just wasn't as interesting again. But that was why I liked two better. And I, I just, I like the story of... Uh, I mean, I just like the storyline of Iron Man 2 better. Uh, you know, in Iron Man 1, he decides that he... I mean, he figures out that he, he's... Right? He figures out he's dying and basically kind of has a... You know... Mm-hmm. Midlife crisis, essentially. Or, a, you know, or... Um, what, do they, what do they call that? A... Uh, existential crisis yeah, yeah. where he's like well this is the end for me i'm just going to kind of do whatever i want and ruin everything that i had going for me and then that was a, in two that wasn't yeah, yeah, two was when, he, when he gets drunk and yeah all that was in two. yeah so oh so in iron man one i see i'm getting confused in iron man one he creates basically he creates a villain because he is more worried about He's trying to get rid of the weapons manufacturing. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Business. He's trying. He he has the ability to do some do good and realizes this company is doing bad. And his, essentially, yeah. And then business partners. Like, his business partners. Yeah. Yeah. And so he's right. bad because of that. And I just, I don't know. I I just Tony, don't like that storyline. Tony Stark's like, don't care. I got the infinite money cheat code. Yeah. <laughs> I like one better because I like Jeff Bridges more than Mickey Rourke. Even though Mickey Rourke, well, who's Mickey Rourke? Uh, he was Vanko. Vanko, yeah. Okay, Vanko. Although I like the Whiplash more than Ironmonger, like the actual and, suits. And that's kind of where, again, like I hate to say, like have, sp- I sorry, I'm kind of interrupting you, hijacking this, but but again, it kind of comes back to that special effects thing where I was like, there were moments in that where I was like, damn, that looks cool, like with the whips mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah, and why all doesn't it's like Tony ever like, damn, that whip's a good idea. I should have <laughs> yeah, more. I know, right? Like. But like when, had those all over the suit. This has probably been my third or fourth watch watch through for all these because I did one before Infinity War and before Endgame, mm-hmm. and one of the times after I made like a villains ranking, and I have Ironmonger like thirteen out of like thirty one ish, and I have Whiplash twenty three, and I think that's just because maybe it is Jeff Bridges and as Obadiah saying hams it up and he's mm-hmm. a very comic book villain like. Yeah. Like he's going over the top. He's paralyzing people with weird tech, and I just but, love all that. And Iron Man hate, One, I hate the bird. The bird thing is stupid. Well, I think they kind of wasted Mickey. Like Mickey Rourke's a good actor, mm-hmm. and he's kind of a comic relief guy in that movie because they're 
they're sort of doing two different things where they've got the other mm-hmm. like rival inventor guy and then they have Mickey Rourke. If they would have had like Iron Man 3 is kind of the same thing where it's like some other like guy turns out to be the real villain or whatever. Yeah. The story. If Iron Man 2 would have just focused on like a small time inventor who was pissed off that Tony Stark was like this big celebrity guy and was like, I'm going to build something in my garage that can kill Iron Man. And like that was the focus of the story was like the celebrity versus like some guy working hard who's pissed off about it. I think that would have been more cohesive than having that as like a comic relief subplot and then having also the Hammer Industries guy in the same movie. See, and I guess I almost viewed it the exact opposite way this time around where I just viewed Hammer as the comic relief character who is just this interesting sort of side character and a vessel through which the real villain i mean he literally actually, has no idea what's going on in the right world. exactly like he's just you know he's literally yeah. just the money i love sam him. rockwell and, as justin hammer yeah. doesn't he kill whiplash though i mean uh like the hammer the way through hammer the is basically no. um like, the advisor to the to the to the earth king in avatar last airbender and <laughs> vanko is azula yeah, and I mean, like he, he plays it. directly into into her hand. I'm sorry, Wikipedia and Avatar lore people. <laughs> there's there's no but I mean no nowhere is Hammer ever in any sort of control. Right, exactly, and that's why I think it like, and I think I felt the same way you did, James, until again, watch, like watching it again and being like exactly that. Like he's at no point is he ever in control and ever really the main villain. Isn't so the final battle in that movie them versus a bunch of robots? Yeah. Yeah. Vanko yeah. is pilot is pilot. And I was thinking that that fight with him and Iron Man War Machine could have been longer. Pepper's the one that beat him. It wasn't even Iron Man. <laughs> what do you mean? Pepper beat War Machine. Wait, in... No. Yeah. No. She's the one that turned on the reactor. That's, That's the first movie. First one. We're talking yeah. about the second one. Yeah. 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 War Machine is... War Machine War... is Rhodey. Yeah, is... Oh, who's the, who's the bad guy in the first one? Iron Monger. Iron Monger. A monger. Okay, sorry, that one. Pepper beats him. No, I'm talking about in the second one. That fight is just so short. Oh, yeah. Like he gets there and they rap, grapple for like two seconds. The other fight seconds. is shorter than and that. He shoots though. lasers out of his hands and he does a 360 and he kills everything. Right? That's before. That's, well, that's what I remember that movie. That part is longer. Is shorter. I remember. Yeah, no, they, they go for a while. Short. They're on the roof for it's, five minutes that, that and then it's like it's longer, but in terms of it's what longer because it's more happens. dramatic. Yeah, like they, in terms they, of what actually happens, that's not like. It's not like there's really that's I guess that's what I mean is like there's there's a lot more time spent on things in the first movie, but I'm not sure that in terms of like cool sequences, I think it's less act, less action, and less action, more drama. And that's yeah, the difference. Yeah, I would agree with that. And he doesn't even barely get hurt. Like, oh, you're gonna die, Tony! Boom! And oh, you'll just get blown over there, and you'll be fine in he ten gets minutes. Basically, just as hurt, like his suit gets shredded. And then he's like, doesn't the Warmonger die from that, though? Or assumed? Iron Warmonger gets... He falls into the reactor. Yeah, he's pretty much gone. He gets vaporized. I don't know. You're also discounting Yensen, and he's like one of the best Marvel characters, in my opinion. Who? Yensen, the guy in the first movie that helps him in the cave. Oh. 
That's true. And, and that goes back to like which one has better drama and overall impact to the whole MCU. Well, obviously still the yeah. first one. And and so if that's so judging it on those merits, yeah, the first one is still more integral. Mm-hmm. Like if I, if I were just going to like you can only have one of these in the MCU, it's obviously still the first one. But I guess I just meant I had more fun. Yeah, the, the second, second one was one more enjoyable, in my opinion, as well. And I laughed more at You'll it. You'll hear me say this, but I'm going to say for the podcast for Spirit. Um, the fact that Marvel movies are like donuts or pizza. And that's relevant because we had pizza discussion. <laughs> yeah, right. So just, we'll have donuts tomorrow. <laughs> even if it's a bad one, it's still enjoyable. Well, and I think it's hilarious that like just as the pizza discussion ended up being very subjective, like I think all of these movies are going to be too. Like the things that like, and you may even like one day you just may like this type of pizza more than this exactly. one for like whatever. Right. Which yeah. Is it, just, cool, it just but... it it just satisfies sat, it satiates your palate in a different yeah. way. And and that's. And I totally expected to just like hate Iron Man two, and like mm-hmm. that's the things like I was just shocked. I was like, "This is actually I might have even liked this more than any other Phase one movie." This really, time the around. only thing in my opinion that Iron Man one has not going for it is Terrence Howard as a road <laughs> Yeah, uh, Don Cheadle, and that was pretty noticeable too. Don, like that's the other thing. I was like, Don, I was like. At first, I was like, I'm not sure how I feel about that recasting. This time, I was like, oh, wow, he's way better. Like, this is, he's way funnier, way more personality. Like, Don Cheadle's just a better actor. Yeah, Isn't Terrence Howard like a raging lunatic? <laughs> he's yeah, like, I think invent- that was kind of the reason they recast him. Like, he's inventing his own type of math. math. That's what I like, heard. Yeah. Well, not necessarily inventing, because I like went down a oh. rabbit hole of reading about it. Like, this group of people who's like... I don't. I can't even get into it because I. I don't remember how it makes any sense. But basically, it's like I mean, it's it predi- predicated <laughs> on the on the on the Kabbalah. The, well, the pursuit of proving that two plus two equals five, or something. I think that's that's. I don't even think it's like or something. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Which like... is incomprehensible to anybody <laughs> else. Normal. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that, I think that that's Terrence Howard. And, so, and I think that all stems, it's the same reason that, like, you know, he started demanding more money and stuff. I feel like it all stems out of this, like, personality type where, like, he's demanding to be, like, special. Like, he yeah. knows something that, like, other that people, people are Yeah, it's like, oh, like, all you other math teachers are you're wrong. It's like, two plus two is five because I'm so smart. Because like, of this, this, and this. this. It's yeah. probably super into conspiracy theories. Right. So there's a historical reference to that conspiracy theory because at one point in time they tried to write a proof for two plus two is most definitely four Mm -hmm. and they got like 40 pages into it and just scrapped it because someone else came along and like yeah that doesn't matter this you can infer that from this and it's like two lines of logic and they're like (laughs) well just wasted (laughs) 10 years of writing all of this super so the takeaway from that is that they tried to prove it and then didn't no somebody proved it better by like just more quickly it's like, just an inference yeah. to this yeah but i'm logic. trying to i'm trying to figure out where the they scrapped it therefore they, that means they, they scrapped it do it is that is that is that, is that the takeaway of these people is that because they wrote 40 pages and they couldn't Prove it. So the two plus two plus five, plus five people it, are like, so, see, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's but not knowing why they scratch kind of okay. But that's really not the point of why, because it's not about the numbers. It's not a, the integer math. It is 
it is doing math that purely on a symbolic level, like any integer plus any other integer must equal the sum of those two integers. And it just gets really recursive uh, for various reasons. I didn't get enough last enough sleep last night to think about <laughs> yeah, this. So, um, <laughs> Marvel movies. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, so we're going to move on to Captain America. Yeah. And I... What about Thor? Oh, that's true. We already said, we, we said Thor is the lowest already. We said <laughs> Thor versus Captain America 1. Or not Captain America. We said Thor... Wait, you didn't, we didn't Thor, say Thor at all. We didn't say See, Thor at all. I didn't get enough sleep last night. And when you said Thor, I just thought of Hulk. I want to yeah. move on to Captain America. So, Hulk... Are we okay? Are we all pretty much in agreement that is probably the worst? Well, least. see, okay, that's and that's why I want to talk about Cop- Captain America. Okay. Because objectively, I think Captain America is last. I think I think it's the worst. I had the most, and I I, I enjoyed watching it more than uh, the other, like more than Hulk. But I think if I think of it objectively, and and this is where I go objectively. So the whole movie is about half the first half of the movie is about him trying to get in the military, mm-hmm. and then he gets in the military and he's in basic training. Now I will say that I obviously have no have no knowledge of what they teach you in basic training and how much actual time was he in basic training before they chose him for mm-hmm. this role. Well, having been not at all any kind of. Um, you know, uh, of an athlete at all. You can clearly tell he's not an athlete. So first off, I did not, it was difficult to take it like that first half of the movie seriously when they superimposed his body on a, it just didn't work. On a 10 year old boy. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> the voice and the head, they, there was yeah. just, you could tell that that wasn't his body. Like, he had too much. Yeah, I don't think they're really trying to hide. I will that. say it well, looked uh, better when the movie came out. Seeing, it, maybe, seeing, it, maybe. seeing it again, I was yeah, like, a little bit. Um, yeah, so, I, yeah, so sure. it, I think that part didn't age it, as well. It kind of activated the uncanny valley for me. Yeah, I could tell like around yeah. his chin area. I was like, it looked like it, a deep fake. It did. You um, know what I mean? Like, it, that, what then it is a deep fake? But then <laughs> it is. He, so he gets this ability, and then all he does with it is is in a show line or a whatever propaganda. they call it. Yeah, he's a propaganda guy and doesn't do anything with his powers. Now, I understand that, that that kind of sets up the movie, and I'm not upset by that, but then all of a sudden he just decides that he wants to do something, and then all of a sudden he's, you know, he can he can move silently, and he, he knows his own strength, and, like, all of this stuff, he's just the perfect, already the perfect soldier. There's no... You know, if it, it, it it's the I I want to, so therefore I can, and therefore I will. Like I hate that storyline. I that you know that's why I hate the Green Lantern. We're not it's a different universe, but just all of a sudden you just decide that you want to, so therefore you can. I you know, and that, I just I, I I don't like. I actually really agree with that point because okay. that whole movie, the like the thing I noticed. And I had it's my opinion is kind of influenced a little bit by the fact that I've heard this comparison made before, where it's like Captain America, the first Captain America is kind of like one big montage. Well, no, that's why and I would disagree with that assessment because it is a montage movie, right? So, the point of a montage is you are you improve mm-hmm. and you don't need to see all of the right. the junk to get there. And, so and, all they're doing is like and. 
the montage shows his improvement. He is mm -hmm. uncertain about everything he's doing. He finds that confidence in himself. Mm -hmm. He goes to the front lines because he's still doing that sh that shtick for the government. He gets there and he's like, oh, this isn't what I want because none of the soldiers actually care. I'm just a glorified poster boy. Mm -hmm. Like, he, Then from there, the montage of him becoming right. Captain America is the rest of the movie. You're right, yeah. but you would still agree that, that, that uh, that's what I'm saying. I think that is the plot. So I think they're doing it well. Like, uh, I think that's I, their I intention. Like, I don't, they don't do it well, but that is the language of the movie. Is uh, It isn't so much that he's just like, I want to do this, so then he succeeds mm -hmm. at it. The montage is the shortcut, and because half of the movie is montages, it lessens the effect. Right. That's I guess that's what I'm saying. Like they they are effective at making it a montage, but I am not sure that that's the best way to have done the movie. I guess right. that's yeah. the point. That's okay. what I'll I'll, yeah. I'll agree with that. Um. Yeah, there is kind of a like as soon as he gets the injection and the super soldier serum right away when that assassination attempt happens mm. like he's already like sprinting through the street doing flips over things and yeah. it's like i do you can I attribute do that like to the, the serum though it's yeah. like spider-man for instance true he gets yeah. his powers he also gets a spider sense which and you do see the, the instinctual ability to you know, i'm okay with that scene you do see yeah. some moments around no, revelation like, where he's yeah, like, like oh whoa. my gosh i can run like and, this. and that is like i'm okay like that really doesn't bother me and he does act like he's going to jump onto the fence and then just accidentally clears that fence. Mm -hmm. Like you can tell just the way that it's shown. He's like, Oh, whoops. Yeah. Um, and you know, after he's done with that scene, he looks down at his body. And he's like, Oh, okay. That's interesting. Nice. Um, and my penis is not small. Very important part. But I, I guess if we call it a montage movie, it's just not my favorite way of telling that story. Yeah. So That's... I think that in terms of objective storytelling, that would be my lowest of the freight pays. One. I'm actually convinced. I would have I would have had it as a toss up between that and the Hulk, but after thinking about it, mm -hmm. I I think Tim Roth, Roth, whatever, yeah, really good as the Abomination. That's my favorite part of the that Hulk movie. movie. Edward Norton, not a likable protagonist whatsoever, but it does. doesn't necessarily have to be like yeah. it's kind of fun watching this insufferable guy suffer. <laughs> <laughs> So, and it's a movie that's structured, even if, even if you don't necessarily like the protagonist, it's still structured more like a traditional movie yeah. as opposed to Captain America. If they, if they would have had Hugo Weaving just be like, which is, it's always a struggle with the Red Skull and Hydra to be like, are they Nazis? Are they not Nazis? Whatever. Having Hugo Weaving doing a German accent in that movie is a mistake. <laughs> If they would have had him just be like do your Agent Smith thing with a red skull for a face, yeah, I think he would have been a more effective I, villain. I honestly think that's why, like, that's it brings up a good point for me. Like, like Captain America got knocked down a few pegs just because the whole time I was watching, it's kind of like some of this is just so dumb. Like, you know, which I know all of it, but all it's of a, it could be. It's but an inflection like, point for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. This is where they're like, we need to lay groundwork 
for yeah. the next two movies before I'll, Avengers but, happens. But I'll be honest, even the whole, like, Red Skull is just so dumb to me in the entire MCU. Like, he comes back as, like, this Guardian of the Soul Stone, and I'm like, why? Why is it the Red Skull? Like, maybe that's a comic thing, and I'll fully admit, like, I haven't read all of the comics i don't really understand the, the infinity like, war like, is nothing at all like the, the infinity war comic is probably unfilmable so. <laughs> <laughs> but all i know is like like what i just i just don't like i don't like the red skull i don't like anything they did with him like later on in the mcu and i was just like the whole time like i was watching i'm just like i like hugo weaving but i don't even like necessarily his performance in this particular film so i was just like it's just not working for me so he doesn't really command Captain, respect as a villain in that movie he just I think, it comes across as almost like cheesy yeah. and like weird which is kind of at odds with the rest of the tone of the film. i mean immediately before and the comics for infinity war deadpool and thanos go off on an adventure where deadpool's <laughs> like i'm boning the girl you like and she's made of bones that okay that's that sounds very deadpool all right uh, but yeah i so for me captain america was one of my favorites when it originally premiered like i remember really liking that in theaters and it's gone way down for mm-hmm. me whereas mm-hmm. iron man 2 has gone way up so that was yeah. my biggest flip-flop. If you're making the argument that we we're making with the original, if, if you're talking about relevance to the MCU, The Incredible Hulk has none. Yeah, at right. At all. Captain yeah. America has quite a bit. Yep. And that's, but, so again, I mean, exactly. But that, that's like, not how I would judge them because I, in my opinion, if you're going to make a movie, even if it's within a larger universe like the Marvel movies are, if you're choosing the format of a film, it should stand alone as that. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's one of the problems I have with Captain Marvel, which is not part of this discussion, but, <laughs> but it will be someday, if, listeners. If it was a mini series, some of these ideas would work, but you're also then asking people to dedicate a lot of time to what is essentially just laying groundwork. Yeah. And I don't think that's fair. Like, if you're going to choose the format of a film, make it work as a film. Yeah, you'll also see a lot of the Phase 1 movies are very world-building, just in general of, are they origin stories like Iron Man and Captain America, or are they just building this cinematic universe? And so, you'll notice, if you look at the Rotten Tomato scores, Phase 1 is all, like, the lowest out of all of them. Mm-hmm. And it's just, there's a lot of stuff that people don't like with origin stories, but also, they were just... Not as good as they were trying to figure out. How also, to make stuff that people like movies. the Incredible Hulk. Obviously, people have seen before. I'm guessing Iron Man probably has pretty good scores because that movie, the first one, that movie stands alone as its own film. It has mm-hmm. good drama in it. It has less action, and the action is not as flashy as Iron Man mm-hmm. Two. But I think, but even as yeah, just a standalone. If film, you're just I looking at it, it yeah. It if it, if Iron Man. If you're looking at it in a vacuum, I think it's better than the sequel. Yeah, I, that's probably fair. Yeah. Um. But Captain America, I think because of its like montage nature and all the different, you know, you've got him pre, pre, you know, you've you've got Steve Rogers pre Captain America for a good chunk of time. You've got Captain America montaging as you know the publicity stunt. Then you've got Captain America saving the the those soldiers, and then you've got Captain America going up against Red Skull, and they're all sort of so diff, like so split from each other. 
that that movie just felt like it went on for fucking ever. <laughs> like it was it's not that long of a movie, but it just felt like sitting there watching it just felt like okay, this is a good st- place to end, but I know this movie has more plot, so it's going to keep going. It's got to do that. So it's got to do it quick. It barely and has more it plot doesn't. though. That you could make a I, I think you can make it shorter. You could make a music video playing <laughs> I am the Tiger. <laughs> showing excerpts from various scenes of Captain America. And he just runs up the steps uh, (laughs) with a a sleeveless hoodie and and then punches punches Red Skull in the face. (laughs) Yeah, you you could literally have that and it would convey exactly the same information and amount of drama that are in the movie. um, Yeah. I mean, let's move on to Thor because we're Mm -hmm. we're getting close, short on time. Yeah. I think Thor one is too much about Jane. Agreed. I think there's too much plot set up with Jane to make her. I mean, arguably, she's. I mean, for a little while, you feel like she's the main character of the movie. Well, like, is that that makes a plot? Like, look how pretty Chris Hemsworth is. <laughs> well. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like Chris Hemsworth is the the eye candy for the movie, and we're just watching Jane do stuff. And I, so I totally agree with you. And for another reason, like being that, and part of this isn't necessarily their fault. I think they intended to have Jane play a more pivotal role in the rest of the Thor films, mm-hmm. and then that didn't really end up happening mm-hmm. for various reasons, but. Uh, but the thing is, there are so many other better aspects to the Thor story that we get bites of. Like, the, the, the sibling rivalry between Loki and Thor and the parent-son aspects between Odin and Thor, those are so much stronger to me than the Jane and Thor story anyway. Mm-hmm. And I have no problems with that being an aspect of the story because it's kind of funny, it's cute, like great and it's fitting for thor too in a way really like it kind of suits his and gives him like some added conflict with it gives him a divided attention yeah it attaches him to midgard too Mm -hmm. which is important like you do need something anchoring him to the fate of earth like jane's our cat like our perspective from midgard meeting asgard for like the first time i do say that's cool but it's just there's not a lot of so much more important and they do a good job with it too and so it's like and they maybe yeah should just focus on as as a standalone movie and you know having not you know not read any other comics or anything or you know knowing the lore or anything having odin send thor to earth i mean if there are nine realms why earth doesn't really make a whole lot of sense, and you don't really follow that logic necessarily. Um, well, so Thor's character arc is like, he knows he's a god, and it's like, I'm a pretty awesome god. <laughs> I control lightning, I'm super strong. Uh, and so he needs to learn, like, humility. And, yeah, he yeah. needs to learn humility, you need to learn compassion. So they send him to the only other place in the universe that speaks the same language as well, that. <laughs> my point where was, he would fit in. I, yeah. I was literally just going to say, you know, truthfully, at the end of the day, I'm sure a big part of that is just convenience in the storytelling. It's yeah, like, yeah. And, and I mean, that's to me, I'm like, well, that's fine. Because what else are they really going to do? How are they going to tie it to the fate of Earth? How are they going to make the Avengers and all that? Like, they kind of just, just have to. Just so, so the... I agree with you. They maybe they could explain the logic a mm-hmm. bit more in movie 
great. Yeah, but I, I would argue it's not ne really necessary. Sure, I guess. Um, but the thing that the biggest problem that I have is the same thing that I have with Captain America for 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 Thor, is that it's just sort of anticlimactic. He he goes to. Uh, like the final fight. Uh, jo uh, Jotunheim. He goes mm -hmm. to Jotunheim, and he like fucks shit up. Which I love and, that whole sequence. And then long, he but... gets banished to Earth, and uh, he sends you know, and Odin sends Mjolnir possibly on purpose to Earth as well for in the same town. <laughs> yeah, I'd say I'd say definitely on purpose. But like, it just you know, seems really anticlimactic to me that he's like, okay, I'm just going to go sacrifice myself apparently, and then just become <laughs> worthy after I die. And yeah, I just story whole, wise, I just I'm not a fan of that sort of story arc. I just think mm -hmm. the, it's been done. The whole final know, fight is very anticlimactic because, like, obviously most of the villain stuff is with Loki, but just like the big final fight is like. A giant monster thing that just fights like it looks like a studio lot movie desert town. Yeah, and it's just like there's like no it, it, stakes it, really. It, it kind of looks like the town that they build in uh, uh, Blazing Saddles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it does. I, and, and all the cardboard houses just fall. <laughs> and that's where I just keep coming back to. Like for me, the biggest strength of the entire Thor storyline is and always was his connection to his family members. And so I, I don't know that I would necessarily have done anything different. It's just, it's a very different kind of final conflict or just a very different conflict in general because interestingly enough, you know, if you think about Thor, you expect these big climactic battles, and really it's more just about loss of trust and ties between family mem members. Yeah. It's kind of like this Thor's... big, almost like Shakespearean, like mm -hmm. familial Thor's saga. conflict like is always, he is always walking a tightrope of being worthy of wielding power mm -hmm. or being unworthy. Right. And, just how, when you're given those powers, how you need to use them. Mm, and because mm -hmm. even in uh, the first Avengers movie, like he temporarily loses his connection to the hammer. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's yeah, just after he falls out of the ship. Yeah. Yeah. It, that's just his, his connection to that power is. He always needs to keep in check why he's fighting mm -hmm. and who he's protecting. And luckily, and what, that's Thor. That's your future yeah. movies with Thor are going to like satisfy your the reason you like sequels because there's a lot more action and yeah. I mean, I've seen all the Thors. Yeah, yeah I've so, seen them all. And that's what I was gonna say. Like, I, I just like Ragnarok is definitively one of my favorite mm -hmm. movies out of the entire MCU, and so just like. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like, Thor definitely gets his chance to shine. I'm not sure if it's the first. It's definitely not the second, but... Plus, he's a cool character, and they do establish a lot in Thor, and I do love that early world building and the designs. I mean, props to them. They made a Thor with the kind of original comic book designs actually kind of, like, cool. I yeah. was actually, like... Like, I remember going into that. I was like... How do you make a Thor's... toaster with a cape work? Yeah, I was like, man, I was like, ah, oh, Thor's gonna look lame. Like, he's just gonna be this, like, this old, old and tired like fantasy trope and then i saw it and was like whoa that is unlike any depiction of asgard and like 
I, I just loved it. And I still do. Like, for me, it held up well. Although so, their one misstep was they bleached his freaking eyebrow. <laughs> they bleached like his asshole? Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, the unrated cut. Oh, okay, uh, that, that's that's his only fan page. <laughs> See it on our podcast. Page. <laughs> so that's right. We've got Chris. Uh, I probably can't legally say that we've got Chris Hemsworth bleached asshole. Damn it. So I guess we'd probably hit, talk about Avengers before. Yeah. Um, I'm always a fan of like combining storylines. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I really, really liked the end of the first season of Heroes, like that TV show. Yep. Because it's just how are all of these storylines connected, and mm-hmm. how do you, you know, <sighs> season one of Heroes. I know. Right? <laughs> it just brings a tear. It here. brings a tear <laughs> to my eye and a tickle to my nose. It's not Jared's cat at all. Part of the tier is nostalgia. Part of the tier is for heroes after. Yeah, oh yeah, oh, season God. two is fine. Season three is well. Season three is the writer strike, and season four is bad. Which yeah. season was it where they made psychic cop guy like do a heel oh, turn? God. Where he was like, because they I ran out was, of like, the they were like, strike who's going to be I evil think. this season? Because yeah, it's like, oh, we have Psylocke or Siler or whatever, like the kind of good guy. Like we gotta have some bad guys, so let's just take this dude who like. Well, we're gonna have no we, we, can, we can have a discussion <laughs> yeah, about heroes later, but yeah. Avengers. I, um, if I were to, so this is all about me. So this is this is the official. Um, from worst to best in Phase One is Captain America, then Hulk, um, then Thor, Iron Man One, Iron Man Two, and then the best is Avengers. And that's just how I rank them. Um, because, I mean, like, I just, I, I like Avengers. There's all the storylines come together, and I think they work really well together. Um, I think there are some sort of funny, tiny little plot holes that you can, like, just small plot holes that you can just say, you know, um, just small ones. I mean, we were just kind of poking fun at it a little bit. It doesn't really, like, a, you know, change the storyline at all. Um, but I think it was the most enjoyable to watch. I had the most action, um, and I don't know, it, it sets up really nicely for, cause what, the next movie is what, Iron Man 3? Yeah. So, I mean, it sets that movie up really nicely, um, you know, and those sorts of things too. It's still so unique too. You yeah. Know, even all these years later, I'm like, man, no, I can't think of a single other franchise that had really done that to the extent that the first I don't think, the I don't think it did ever, had, like ever. I don't think it ever did because I remember the first thing I thought of when I first saw it in theaters is I have never seen a movie where they give equal screen time to all characters yes it was, it, it was a master class on like like you said brandon merging all of those storylines together yep and and giving everyone like important that, it parts should have been like a fucking shit show oh yeah yeah like, like people fighting over like like there should have been so many issues but because of like i feel like the careful oversight and the planning and setting everything up and honestly probably a lot of the, these people just seem like cool actors and actresses yeah. to work with like 
and it just it just worked. Like you saw it in the theaters, it was a blast. Like I remember the scene where like why they got rid of Edward Norton. (laughs) (laughs) And and good on them because dude, Mark Ruffalo fucking killed it in Avengers. Like he comes on as Hulk and he becomes one of like I I mean say say what Bill I've heard some stuff about the guy later on. Like, okay, he's done some kind of douchey things too, maybe. But as 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 the Hulk, as a Bruce Banner, and a future actor throughout the rest of the entire MCU, like I love the like way. Five he... minutes of screen time, he establishes Bruce Banner, who he is, and he scares the shit out of you without even being the Hulk. I, right, exactly. So they nailed that. Like, he, he, I just I love the character. I love what they did with him, and like still has one of my favorite scenes in the entire MCU. His his I'm his famous and endlessly quotable like that's my secret captain i'm always angry and then he turns and punches mm. the giant oh, that what he said? i misheard like... it i always always time to watch it <laughs> but, yeah but i always was... i'm always angry i'm always, <laughs> I'm always hungry and, yeah i've uh, never seen that in theaters and like that scene and the like, scene with him and loki right were the biggest and like people just crowd. like I, like yeah like the crowd just went nuts when he's like i'm always angry and he turns around and just punches the giant interdimensional space whale right in the fucking <laughs> face <laughs> like everybody like literally people jumping out of their seats and just cheering and i've I will never say, seen that in the theater since i will say that um from thor to avengers uh again just on screen time alone it is a little confusing to the to the to the watcher to the viewer. I guess is the better way to put it. Um, I like to watch. Loki falls into the <laughs> Loki falls into the void mm-hmm. at the end of Thor, and uh, Thor. It's this big, huge, dramatic scene of Thor breaking down the Rainbow Bridge, and then with no explanation, next movie, both of them are there on Earth again. And it, uh, they explain Thor. Loki's less explained in the movie. Loki came uh, through the Tesseract. Yes. Presumably Thanos found him floating in space somewhere, right? And Loki, then, oh, Loki came through the Tesseract. And Loki says... How does he do that? Because he has the scepter. Okay. Uh, but then how does Thor get there? Well, the, Odin sent him without yeah. the Bifrost. That's why Loki says something about, like, oh, Dad must have used, like, all, all of his strength. energy to yeah. send you or whatever. Cause... But he said all of his darkness energy. No, dark matter. Oh. Stasis. Yeah. <laughs> Nano machines. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. I didn't realize that uh, uh, Elsie Bray was in that movie. I, I need to pay attention better. <laughs> so yeah. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, I agree 100 percent with Brandon's list. Honestly, after thinking through it, yeah, that's I think you're all wrong about Thor, but it's close. It's close. I I could maybe. I think story wise, I I just. I think I would probably like watching it better than Iron Man 1, but I think just objectively story-wise, it's too much about Jane to score better. I think for yeah. the, first, name is for Jane, the right? first movie okay, right that on deals that. with like space and sci-fi and stuff like that, I think it's the right move to have a human protagonist who's like a witness to these things as opposed to being a participant in them. That's true. And I think... It, it eases you into some of the crazier stuff that they do. And I think as far as, like, for me, like, the like the sib- sibling rivalry and, like, the betrayal oh, and the disappointment yeah, and all that kind mm-hmm. of drama, that lands more than even some of the stuff in the first Iron Man movie. Um, it, and it's not, the, like, it's, it's not as action-heavy like heavy as you would expect from a movie about Thor, but 
it's the only Marvel movie I can really think of that definitely I I think elevates the character as opposed to like trying to live up to like arguably Iron Man. Yeah, but he's a pretty say, popular he's a pretty popular that. character to begin with. Thor in the comic books, like I guess that's true. like I said, I yeah, like I went into it being like it's gonna be a tired old Thor in the movie trope and then I was like, like okay, it, it's it a, makes yeah. him better. Well, if you like, think about it, movie Thor is the best Thor. If you think about it, like where Marvel was at the time these movies came out, Iron Man was a B list. No one really paid attention to him that much, comic character, and so they kind of like went in. Like it was kind of a risk to like lead off with oh, him. as opposed Iron to Man, making yeah. another Spider Man movie. Exactly. Yeah, and sure. but it's someone who like audiences could instantly like relate to. Like it's just the guy who like. Yeah. Build a suit in a case. He's kind of an anti-hero. That's yeah. we're in at the time. Yeah. Like, well, everybody loves Batman, sense. so yeah. Just Hulk, another Batman. Hulk was yeah. the second one. Super popular. Whatever. Better Thor. Batman, in my opinion. Thor was the guy with wings on his helmet who talked like a Renaissance festival. And like, like what you're saying <laughs> with space, that's the first time they're going into space. So like having that like kind of baby steps walking you through it. Yeah. And then Captain America, like yeah, that's whatever. It's a war movie. People love war movies. It's also Captain America, like yeah. <laughs> Everyone knows what But you can start is. to see in phase two, then they start taking those risks and like you kinda of get some And I'm like I'm not the biggest fan of Jane as a character and I think that's probably one of the weaker elements of the movie, but a lot of the drama in that movie did land for me. Yeah. And yeah. I do like that two broke girls girl though. Darcy? Yeah. yeah. What? Wait, her friend? Yeah. Yeah. I like. Actually, I, she's she's I'd on a she's Jane. on a sitcom. I'd rather have two Janes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Darcy's on a sitcom called Two Broke Girls. So. Okay. I do like Darcy. I, she, and she's Thor, she's the Thor she's too. a good comedic relief character. I, I like her. I I kind of enjoy that. Like she's a grad student that it's like not even in the same field. Right. That, Just kind of a lot for the ride. Yeah. So it, not as, they don't even say what field she's in, do they? Not, no. She's just like, I'm just doing She is the product years. of finding people that will help her along and let, but not help her understand. Like she's the one that she, she, she'll do the grunt work if she gets credit for it. Mm-hmm. And just, she, she is, um, Bert, Bert Krishner in all of the Russian classes that he took. He's just there so that the classes can have enough people so that everybody else can still take it. And she knows nothing about she, what she she's doing. She kind of fails her way upward. <laughs> Although, if any of you watch Wanda She falls Vision, up the stairs. She kind of has enough of experience. Oh, she's the same? Yeah. Yes. I, okay. Well, <laughs> I would have rather had Jane in that show, too. So... She's there in Thor as, like, not even, she's like, why am I even doing this? Because it's six credits in in my grad school, which is, like, half, a, half I of I think she even grad. says that. Yeah, yeah, and that's, like, half of your graduate degree yeah. that she's just driving somebody else. <laughs> Running over people. Yeah. <laughs> they could have had a uh, creepy sex they, pervert professor. <laughs> in the, the next time she shows up, she has... A doctorate in the advanced form of theoretical physics, and like, why are you here? Watch this TV show. That's what she was in Thor too, for a little bit. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember anything at all about Thor two. We'll we'll find out. To be honest. So okay, so you did, Brandon. You did your. um, Let's go around and do all of our characters. James is convincing me, though. I think so. Do your rankings. Okay. Uh, This will be the end credit. Well, actually, this should be the end credits. 
Okay. Okay. So yeah, uh, do do the um socials. Do the socials. Twitter at SmallConPod, Facebook Small Constellation Podcast, YouTube Small Constellation Gaming. Cool. Um, we'll go this way. So uh, we'll see you guys next time. Um, okay, James. Uh, in order from worst to best of the the six. Phase just... one. Worst to best. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna say Captain America. Incredible. Boy, it's really hard to go worst to best. Can I go best to worst? Sure. Whatever. Okay, I'm gonna say Avengers, Thor, Iron Man. What else is phase one? Iron Man two. Captain Hulk. Uh, yeah, see, pretty much so. Okay, Iron Man 2, Hulk, and Cat. Okay, yeah, sure. Okay. So, are we doing best to worst? Then? Whatever you want to do. I already best. fucked okay. it up. So Jay, best to worst. Okay, I'm gonna, I'd say Avengers was my favorite. I'm honestly gonna have to say just how I felt watching this time. Uh, so, Avengers. Uh, this is Iron an end credit. You gotta go faster Iron, than this. Iron Man 2, Thor, Iron Man, Hulk, Captain America. Okay, and so then I said just for recap, Avengers, Iron Man 2, Iron Man 1, Thor, uh, Hulk, Captain America. That's the one. E, Avengers, Iron Man, Thor, and like the rest of them I'm just gonna delete from memory after. <laughs> Uh, mine are Avengers, Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, Iron Man 2, Thor.